Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. Today, I'm joined by Jos van der Vesthuizen, CEO and co-founder of Remio. And we're going to be talking about the future of Enterprise Metaverse as a service. Jos, welcome to the show. Hi, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for the lovely introduction. Jos, could you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure thing. So as you said, my name is Jos and I'm the CEO and co-founder at Remio. Just a quick background about myself. I'm originally from South Africa, actually calling from there right now and currently based in San Francisco, where I run Remio. And Remio is basically a VR tool that helps remote teams feel more connected by providing a space where their teams can collaborate and bond socially. Got it, got it. Um, and obviously, I'm based in rainy London right now, so I'd love to have some of that some of that South Africa weather. Sounds lovely. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Enterprise Metaverse as a service, it is qu- quite a, a new kind of concept, especially when it comes to how companies can really utilize that to improve their business. Um, could you just start by kind of defining what Enterprise Metaverse as a service actually is? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, the enterprise part here specifically sort of targets or uh, alludes to the companies that the sort of companies that we target, which are enterprise, large enterprises. Uh, the metaverse as a service part is much like what you would have for normal SaaS tools that all of us are very familiar with. And in the VR, or in this sense, it is a VR metaverse tool that basically gives companies or enterprises, in this case, a dedicated virtual space and suite of features to share immersive experiences with other teammates. And I guess, you know, we are starting to see more companies exploring these kind of VR programs. Um, What kind of typical use cases are you seeing the modern enterprise use at the moment? Uh, So I guess the the core thing we're seeing is that people feel less engaged at work uh, than ever, and it's significantly impacting employee retention. As a result, it's easy for people to change jobs because they don't have deep connections at work. Even when people don't really change their jobs, many are just doing what some would call quiet quitting. Uh, so basically, it's it's critical for hybrid companies to find ways to help employees feel connected to their team and to build interpersonal trust. With trust, the team is more productive, retention is higher, and uh, we see this, or we see that this trust isn't built during actual work time, but rather during casual interactions in the workday. So with VR and gamification, we give companies the ability to one make people feel like they're in the same location instead of having them stare at boxes on a screen and two, interact and play with people in a physical way instead of clicking with the mouse. This really makes it easier and less awkward for employees to share experiences that build interpersonal, that build the interpersonal trust needed in the workplace. Got it. Got it. I mean, I guess with kind of any new technology being injected and implemented into people's everyday kind of work lives, there obviously are going to be challenges in, you know, driving employee engagement, understanding, uh, adoption of VR. Could you sort of open up a little bit more about those challenges and also how you think companies and the enterprise VR industry can overcome those challenges? Certainly. So for many companies, inventory management of VR headsets is a task that IT departments are still navigating 
while there are examples of companies that have invested heavily, like Accenture, who purchased 60,000 Oculus headsets for their, their company, uh, not every company has fully committed to managing VR headsets for their employees yet. Also, for, for many employees, VR is also entirely new. Not everyone has their own headset for recreational purposes, or some of them have never played VR games before. So VR is still a medium of early adopters and really only for the tech savvy or adopted by the tech savvy. So this is uh, specifically where Remio comes in. We provide support for onboarding and real hands-on guidance to help employees ramp up with VR technology and get comfortable interacting with each other and with the tools in VR. For companies, we provide a, company, a custom space that is all their own for their employees. So it looks and feels like their own brand. And we provide it on a secure server just for their company. The additional thing we also do with companies who are completely new to VR is we have an easy to use sort of white glove service for quickly renting headsets if they want to try it for a, a once-off event. And the nice thing we're seeing there is that as soon as companies or teams try it, they, they get addicted to that sense of presence and come back for more and then eventually actually just procure headsets for the entire team. Mm. And obviously this is a quite a, you know, a very new industry, very kind of disruptive, even volatile industry. Um, obviously, you know, last few months, we've seen quite a few headlines around Metaverse. Um, we've seen uh, Meta famously, you know, lose quite a bit of money over, over the Metaverse industry. How do you see enterprise metaverse as a service growing or evolving over the next two to three years? Because there's obviously a big application for this and there's a big kind of, you know, I, I, think, I think the workplace in general is quite excited about this. So how, how is the industry going to develop over the next few years? Yeah, good question. So we believe uh, we're still in the early stages of, of a market with a billion dollar growth potential for enterprise collaboration and for team building technology. As the employee adoption matures for these core features, I believe we're going to see VR drive innovation for companies in other areas like advertising, product development and deployment and much more. There's also um, this sort of other trend. We know, for example, of a lot of people who use uh, VR headsets to work in them. So as a, as a monitor, uh, and they use this for 40 plus hours a week. And the other trend where we'll see, ha we'll see happening over the next two to three years is as that technology matures, and more and more people start actually working in VR, then the natural next step for them to actually collaborate with other employees would be in that medium. So instead of taking off the headset to then go onto a Zoom call, they could just enter a room and like do the immersive call in their headset. Yeah, yeah. And you guys at Remio have your own VR platform. Um, I know you've already kind of talked around some of the benefits of how companies can utilize this, but what are some key unique features about your platform and why did you decide to implement those specific features? So companies are increasingly embracing our platform for a wide array of use cases from large scale meetings to intimate team building events to strategy or brainstorming sessions. We are hearing from team leaders at these companies that, that VR events are helping drive critical skill building, like communication skills, confidence, and leadership. For instance, with HubSpot, they run team events where you have business stakeholders and engineers in a VR game playing together. So these people are learning how to work together as a team and how to communicate in the VR environment that leads to better outcomes collaborating at work. Another example is our work with Goodway Group. And they basically said that people are more focused and engaged in VR meetings 
because they're not distracted by multiple screens and messages like chat, email, and other notifications. In VR, they're totally present and they're able to do more productive brainstorming and strategic planning as a result. Got it. Got it. Well said. Um, final question. What would you say to the doubters of uh, Metaverse and Metaver- and Enterprise Metaverse as a service right now? Uh, first thing is just watch this space. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's a couple of, for the doubters, I would say for, there's like maybe two camps of doubters. The first are the, the doubters who haven't tried VR yet, or who've seen it as a 2D representation, who haven't actually had a hands-on experience. For those, I would definitely say, uh, don't sort of, don't take what you see as, um, I guess as the advertising, you should really try it out because no 2D image or video really does VR any justice or the the metaverse enterprise as a service justice. And then for those who have tried it, who maybe that's, there's actually three camps. There's like the second camp are people who have tried VR or these AR experiences and have had a bad experience because either they tried it with hardware that wasn't ready yet or with software that was too early. For those, I would also say like, if you try this three or four years ago and it wasn't great, Definitely try it now. There's been a lot of advances. Uh, people don't get motion sick anymore because we actually know how to, to, to develop the software now. The headsets are way better, so they don't induce motion sickness and they're lighter. So definitely try that again. And then for the others who have tried the latest stuff and who still don't believe in it, basically watch us prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. Watch this space. Jos, thank you so much for coming on today. I really do appreciate your time. Thanks, Matt. No worries at all. And thank you to everyone who listened as well. We hope you took a lot away from today's episode, but for further information on what we talked about, please head on over to remiovr.com. That's R-E-M-I-O-V-R.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, make sure you head on over to EM360Tech.com.